Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a little professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Oh, you're Derek? Oh, that means I'm Matt. Oh. Oh, you're oh, Matt and you're Derek? That means I'm yeah. Zach. Oh. Or oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's right. No, that makes sense. That checks. But something is missing. Where, oh, where is our E-Saigon? He's on the toilet taking a duty. He's on the, double, he's on the big old double toilet. So there's a uh, Russell Boys curse where every once in a while, in a specific order, the day we record, one of us gets a stomach thing. And guess what? That hasn't happened to me yet, so I'm next. I've done it twice, so maybe I took yours, but... Yeah, last time for me was my ears. Thank you. I, I, I did one of those. Um, I did one of the, Katie and I went and uh, did one of those sensory deprivation tanks. Well, we each Ooh. had we uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, we Joe Rogan did up at uh, Stillwater uh, Float Center here in did Boise. Did you do DMT? Uh, no, they didn't have it available there. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I have an old roommate who probably could hook you up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk after the podcast. Um, <laughs> but um, uh. I the fucking the salt water they give you these earplugs, but mine got like I didn't put them in well. This was my bad, and so I they kind of fell out in this salt water, and I put them back in like a oh. fucking dum dum, and it just it it was a really relaxing time. But oh my god, it fucked my ear up for like four days as I started I a new job. It was terrible. Yeah, I've been wanting to do one of those because I want to see if I can do it. Like it's. Cause yeah. you just sit there and do nothing, right, for like an hour. Yeah, like kind. Yeah, kind of. What happens is like because you're, you're, you know, your body is like submerged in this, not submerged. You're floating on this salt water that's to the same temperature as your body. Your ears are submerged. It. You have a light in there you can turn on, but I had it completely dark, and so you really just have no, no physical sensory thing for your brain to get distracted by so you like for me it was like kind of creepy at first for sure like i turned the light on a couple times because i got ooky spooked but then i turned it off and like you kind of just start being like oh when i open my eyes when i close my eyes there's really nothing different like what even is reality so it's kind of fun like that does it feel like you're floating through space yeah dude actually it happened where i would i did kind of like get lost in my own thoughts and then i'd kind of bump along the side of the <laughs> the thing and be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> your phone all right, yeah, all right. Where am I, gotta, I? I gotta do it I gotta it's do cool it. is it is it worth the, the whatever the price it is yeah i think like the first float at that place is like maybe like 50 dollars for an hour um okay. which i i do think is worth it i thought it was pretty okay. cool it, like if you were going to pay that much for a massage yeah. you know it's also really great on your body uh okay. like physically and then we'll float on all right already all right already and you but do not get an ear infection like i did it was not fun okay okay um, well, we are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Um, check out the other shows. Um, just go to eavesdrop.com or just.biz if you're nasty. If you're nasty, yeah. it's easily accessible. However you found this podcast, you could easily just as find all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Recorded, yeah. finally recorded the We Do Keanu episode for John Wick 2 last week. Right was I, oh, us. wait, no, that was your second. That was your that second. That was my second, yeah. And... Yeah, probably. I'm assuming last because they're getting getting up to it, getting close. Yeah, yeah. Am, but it, it was a really good time. Koji Krill also joined. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Four Dog I mean, Night. I miss Koji so much. I know I haven't seen him in a million years, but yeah, yeah. it was a real good time. Got to see, check out our new downsized studio space. 
Oh yeah, I went uh, on Saturday to go record because uh, oh, yeah. Mira and I are starting a podcast. Oh hell yeah! We showed up and nothing was there. Yeah, the studio's I, I gone. It's like, <laughs> like, oh really? What 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 is happening? There's yeah. it's it's a temper we're temporarily downsizing. Yeah. Little uh, future, little, view, little view into how the sausage gets made. Over yeah, there. future yeah. is gonna have a more permanent spot, and good for Brett for not paying money for that studio right now. Yeah, hell yeah, 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 yeah. hell yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get started on talking about uh, the wonderful world of professional wrestling, um, I just want to give a quick shout out to our friend slash enemy of the show, Bryson Knox Gods, uh, from Los Ringo Bernables. Uh, uh, I met him in person, and uh, he's a good dude. I still want to kick his ass. I still fucking hate him, but he's a good dude, and he's in the hospital right now with some medical pills. So if you have the means and you give a shit, um, send him, send us some love. Send yeah, him some, we send we him some that. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and pin that tweet right now, so that it's easy to find. But yeah, go like just throw, if you have the means. Throwing some money to help out, like yeah, yeah you can't have shit is expensive yeah. as fuck. Like I, I've dealt with that and have medical mm-hmm. bills still to pay, and like it fucking sucks. Like go, yeah. go help them out if you have the means. It's hard to have. It's hard to have a mortal enemy when you know that they're crippled in um, medical debt. Yeah. So my my relationship right now with Bryson is uh, that of uh, Rod and his a stepfather. In oh Rod. shit. Nice. I nice want him to get better so that I can beat his ass. So you can kick his ass. Yeah. So, shout out Bryson. I love you, Bryson. Fuck you, Bryson. Tell um, your bo- tell your body to heal. Um, also, I got really excited because uh, I saw a really, 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 really dumb joke on the internet. Share uh, Shockey from Marty and Sarah Loves Wrestling, uh, my new favorite wrestling podcast that I should have been listening to a long time ago. Marty DeRosa and Sarah are wonderful, wonderful people. Um, she posted this picture of the Menzingers, but it was the Meltzingers. And I just retweeted it and said, I don't want to rate these matches anymore. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was very funny, and so did they. So shout out to uh, fellow punks in wrestling. That's very fun and so fucking specific. There's... <laughs> it's way too specific. <laughs> That's really funny that you brought that up, because last time I ended up in the hospital was the night that the Menzingers were here in town. Oh. I ended up missing that show. Aww. Because... God. Damn it. Dealing with diabetic ketoacidosis. Mm. Quit bragging, Zach. I know. Yeah. A lot of people are always in ketosis and go to the hospital. I'm just, I'm I'm joking. (laughs) I'm glad you're joking because I've I've gotten that for real. People not getting the ketoacidosis (laughs) from ketosis. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Well, let's let's dig into this uh, week in professional wrestling. Prof Ress, um, dude. Prof Ress. Um, let's start with Ra. Um, Isa was the Raw boy this week, so. But he did text us, and he did say that uh, he was moved to tears by Elias's uh, concert. <laughs> that he was moved to tears. He was upset when Jeff Hardy ruined it. Um, that was pretty much all that Isa said about Raw. Um, yeah. 
yeah, he was excited um, about that. He thought that, um, what was it? Uh, was it on Raw that, because genuinely I thought it was pretty good. Uh, when, yes, on Raw, uh, Lana and Oscar uh, had a match, right? And so, of course, not expecting much. I actually thought Lana did a lot better than I've seen in the past. I thought maybe yeah. it's just because Oscar's great. Um, I don't know, but something seemed to be the chemistry between them was actually, I thought kind of fun to watch. Cool. Yeah. I, I did not watch raw this week, but I'm yeah. interested to check that out. It was all building up to, to heck in a sec. Um, Randy was like locked himself in hell in a cell for some reason. And was just talking about how he's been in there like eight times he was just pointing at different parts of the ring where he's like, I pinned Daniel Bryan here. I pinned John Cena over here. I did all this. And then I uh, did a nasty screwdriver thing to Jeff Hardy. Right yeah. Here. Yeah. I made everyone's stomach feel gross when they were watching me stick something in his ear hole uh, right here. Um, but then Drew came down, fetched the, fetched the bolt cutters. Yeah. And then fucking yanked, yocked himself into that fucking heck in a sec. Right. As raw went off the air. Love that Fiona apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I got inspiration from Fiona real quick uh, I wasn't recording my audio for the first part of it so I just started so I'll still send you that track but it started uh, okay well we'll probably just end up using the zoom audio again okay it actually sounds pretty good okay cool yeah you know what doesn't sound good this fucking that microphone Dude, I mean, if you want to spend some money, Brad, just spoiled. Brad, Brad is selling some microphones. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I might hit him up. <laughs> and, the, and the arms, so you can be like a cool robot. Oh, really? I, I bought a $20 one online. Ooh. It actually works all right. <laughs> um, was there retribution on this show, or was that last week? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, okay. dude. Not only was there retribution, Ali Mustafa kind of just offhandedly was like, remember the hacker on SmackDown? That yeah. was me. Yeah, and then that's what good. and then they that's moved. What I remembered. And then they moved on. Um, that's what they needed to do. Good, like they didn't they even need to bring it back up. I guess I them for doing it. They, but. Need, they needed to. Um, they needed to fulfill my wishes. Yeah, I, I I wish that it was more of. I think I even mentioned this last week. Like him saying, like I tried to do it to like when I was doing the hacker stuff, I was trying to like do the good, like do this for good. But then I saw how corrupt everything is and yeah, like it jaded me, you know? Yeah. I just wish he would fucking finally admit to being the one who threw that pie in Kevin Owens face. Oh God. <laughs> I'm still, the, it was literally the first episode of raw. I watched when I started watching wrestling again, was that I mean, episode. If, and it's exa- right. if we're just putting buttons on fucking old gimmicks that they let go of, just have Mustafa fess up to all of them, I think. It is Sammy, I bet. Probably was. They were um, feuding at the time. Um, and then Retribution uh, had an actual match and got killed, right? Or was that last week? Uh, Retribution did have a match against, I do want to say, Hurt Business. They did. Yeah. And then Hurt Business uh, won. So, yeah. um, you know, cool. Retribution's doing so good. T-Bar, thank God, doing so good. Um, Retribution, everything is going just swimmingly there. This is like half really cool and then half really dumb. Exactly. The WWE story. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
it sucked in the beginning, and then they saved it on Twitter, and then Mustafa came and saved it again. It's it's Bray Wyatt. It's Bray Wyatt all over again. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that was nice on on Raw um, that I do as I'm kind of just like looking through here. Um, yeah. I, I think it's nice though that even though um, Xavier and Kofi got moved over to Raw, um, they had Kofi had a singles match against Sheamus this week that was really fun. Oh, tight. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I like that they're just like no, like, and I think they even in a promo were saying like New Day is not broken up. Like Biggie's holding it down on SmackDown. Like we're gonna run shit over here on Raw, and then yeah, Kofi uh, fucking beat down Sheamus. It was cool. Anything else of note? Was that all? That's all. That, I mean, that's all. We got heck in a sec coming up, you know. Okay. Yeah. And for the record, I just now realized. Wait, if Isai had Raw, that means I was supposed to have SmackDown, and I did not do SmackDown this week. So. All right. Well, hey, that's fine. We're we'll flying by the seat of our pants. We'll just not talk about SmackDown. That's fine. Um, yeah. I, I, I the one up. thing I know that's cool from it is just like they're furthering the the Jimmy and or the Jay and uh, Roman stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they said it. That Roman set the stipulation that uh, if if indeed he makes Jay quit uh, in that I quit match, um, and then they still are like not gonna respect him as the tribal leader, then their whole family, Naomi, the everyone else, the whole family, fucking excommunicated. They're out. One day you're in, the next you're out. <laughs> That that honestly rocks. Like, I'm I'm excited for Hell in a Cell. Maybe because I just looked at the card and there's five matches so far. I know that's not final, but um, there's potential. I mean, Jimmy. I mean, Jay and Roman. Um, God, Jay was right. Mm-hmm. He is. He is the other one. I heard some speculations uh-huh. that this might all be leading to a like tribal faction it better um, which, yeah, would be sick. which would be pretty sick like them disgrunt like begrudgingly working with him because they have to like i think that's cool mm. also, i think so too very um oh god um fate of the furious yeah. right is that where they <laughs> way? or was it hobbs and shaw why am i roman was in hobbs and shaw hobbs and shaw that's what i meant yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very hobbs and shaw um, mm-hmm. like feeling like going back and like having like the whole like tribe there and stuff to fight. Like that's really sick. Yeah. And could lead to that dream match. We actually do want, which is Roman versus good old Dwayne. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. Right. Um, this feels tailor made to lead to that. Like, because if you look just like outside of kayfabe, all that, the rock, like the rock is obviously the real life kind of like, biggest person in you know in in the family like obviously oh oh, yeah biggest person in the world like yeah oh yeah yeah. and so and that's just like that's just like writes itself like you Mm -hmm. don't even have to do that much the rock just has to show up and say no like (laughs) i'm the leader and like think of the promos and think of like the rock this is i feel like this might be the only way to get The Rock to do another match. Mm-hmm. I think so. And, because he has to take so much time off of, like, work for insurance reasons mm-hmm. to, like, 
do that. But also this is the perfect time because right now, like I, I haven't looked at his like film schedule coming up or whatever, but like, it seems like he's so busy with other business stuff like the XFL and like all the production oh, yeah. work that he does. Tequila. Tequila. Billions. Um, billions just ended. But well, they're no not, I mean, standard. nothing, I feel like nothing's getting filmed right now. I feel like he's got all of them in the world to be going and wrestling. Thing, things are getting oh, filmed again. Things are getting filmed, bud. Oh, damn it. I think yeah. Mar Pat's has had COVID twice. Fucking Christ. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, R. Pat. Um, you know what else did happen on SmackDown that I thought was good was that, mm-hmm. um, well, so Lars Sullivan fucking embarrassed, fucking, fucking pulled his little pants down and spanked Shorty G. Uh, uh, not literally. But um, oh, okay. no, he'd be, probably be be into that because probably would be like, oh, let me see these little booty pics, and then was like smacking him. Lars Sullivan seems, I mean, obviously sucks as a person, but he uh, he fucking squashed Shorty G. Shorty G uh, was like, you know what? I, this is dumb. I don't want to be Shorty G anymore. I'm a fucking Olympian. My name is Chad Gable, and uh, right. I thought that was cool as shit. Um, obviously paraphrased, but that was the gist of it. I'm cool he- as fuck. He has, so cool. much, he has so much potential, and I feel like just because he's a little boy, they were not going to go with him. I mean, he Shorty so- G was never going to be the thing that fucking elevated yeah. Chad Gable. No. no. He, is, he is a great wrestler, but other than that, he's kind of boring. I don't think he's found his – I don't think he's found it what he needs to be pushed, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you just look at, like, you know, uh, uh, over to, to Zach's most favorite, if you look at how – Kurt Angle, you know, ascended. Like, he just needs to be put in a place where you can show off, oh, this guy has a personality. He doesn't, you know, with even with the Shorty G stuff, it's like, all right, Chad Gable doesn't take himself that fucking seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's all you really need to get someone, you know, to be like, oh, I like this guy. You know, we all want the best for Chad. So it's like if he, uh, come on, Chad. Um, so if he uh, gets put in something that's just fun and he gets to show a little bit more personality, I think he'll fucking go right to the moon, baby. The, the fact that, like they really should have done more with the team of him and Shelton because it's just like the perfect combination of like guys that don't have a, a like tons of charisma on camera, mm-hmm. but have moments where it shines through. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. both were so both are so fucking good in the ring. I can't believe they never did more than that except and- for the words on screen YouTube bullshit that they did. Oh with yeah, them. dude. Bring and- back Jason Jordan though. Yeah. And uh, they have a loss of tag teams right now too so yeah yeah they really do i'm sure they'll get paired up or something um and then the last thing on smackdown that i'm uh-huh. seeing here that's Wait, worth so speaking of Gable is on smackdown right yeah, he yeah he's on the- okay. i was gonna say he and tucker i could see getting put together just because they're two tag team guys that aren't to get but he's on tucker's on raw uh tucker on on smackdown though was involved in some litigation this week um, where they had the court proceedings presided over by judge jbl uh with the court steno- stenographer teddy long law notice uh, <laughs> law notice was that what it was really called it's what it was yeah. called okay okay i thought um, it was like going in raw joke no, no i haven't i haven't seen any of it apparently it started funny and then it got less funny sounds, sounds about right sounds like yeah <laughs> And it looks like it led to um, uh, an agreement that uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase will be on the line at heck in a sec uh, between Miz and Otis. So uh, Miz is winning, huh? Probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, the, like, it sucks. This sucks for Otis so bad. Like, 
him getting the briefcase from the beginning was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Like it was like a one time, like, Oh, haha, funny. They had no plan for where it was going to no. go. Like there, there's no realistic way for him to cash in on the world championship, especially right now, the world championship scene, like for the universal and the WWE titles are both way too strong. Like they're, loaded there are so many people who are like in tag teams and in the mid card who could slot into that scene and be like perfectly like like in like in the right place there like think about like the fact that like shinsuke aj um like so many people aren't up there seth like alistair Alistair, you know with some with some work can get there for sure like I was just thinking of people who were in that match. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like all of them could yeah. feasibly like belong there and be champion. Um, Otis could never like. No. Um, the only thing they could have done is have him tag like cash in with the tag team titles. Yeah, um, yeah, which would be an interesting and different thing to do, but also like, I don't know. It still also then slots him so hard as being a tag team guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if that was his thing, if he was a tag team guy and wanted to put eyes on tag team wrestling, that's enough. That's enough yeah. for people to be like, fuck yeah. I don't yeah. think they like Tucker enough to have let him do that. That uh, yeah. almost feels like what it is. That's kind of how it feels, too. I feel like both of them, they're like, yeah, you guys are funny. Um, people like you, um, but we're never going to do anything with you. Yeah, so um, it was such a – it sucks for Otis. Like, um, the, the positive thing is like, I hope that if the Miz gets this, he gets a cool cash in that people appreciate because he did it once before in his, his world title reign was not good. Mm. Um, and it was even, people thought like acted like it was even worse than it was. Um, a lot of the really shitty stuff about it wasn't his fault. Like the fact that they used his WrestleMania main event to set up Cena and The Rock the next year, and that there was a double countout to finish that match at first before The Rock restarted it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'll, it's like the worst main event in WrestleMania. Like, it's so, so bad. Um, besides Hogan at WrestleMania 9, um, coming in and winning in two seconds. Um, yeah. Um, so I hope that, because, like, yeah, The Miz, he's not good. He's not great in the ring. You know, that's just not his thing. He can be kind of annoying if his character isn't being used right. But when he's on on point, when he's, like, a, the right kind of heel that he's been, like, especially, like, 2017, The Miz, um, he's great. Yeah. And so, like, I just hope that, that there's an opportunity for him to kind of, like, solidify his legacy a little bit beyond being just, like, the IC champion guy, but also, like, hey, he had a couple runs as world, t- as world champion. I I hope so too. Um, I my fear is that they're gonna give Miz the briefcase, and then it's just gonna be. It, it's only gonna serve to be a series of skits between him and John Morrison, and like what they're planning on doing with the briefcase, and then to lead to him losing to, I don't know, fucking Biggie, whoever wins the title. But like, uh, who knows? Yeah, it's it's just it's strange because like I feel like Miz might be leaving soon. Um, he's got two TV shows. He is Fucking good point. Yeah, he has solidified himself as uh, a guy outside of WWE. I mean, he's not like The Rock or John Cena, 
But, he's starting to be one of the. He's starting to be the next fucking Chris Chris Chrisley or whatever the fucking yeah. face of face of USA. And so Chris, I Chris feel Lee. like I feel like this is this is an opportunity for them to give him one last reign uh, before he mm. like not like retires, but no, goes he'll, away he'll for a minute. He'll be okay. around. He'll be involved with WWE forever, especially like his reality shows are based on the fact that he's a wrestler. You know, yeah. like. Yeah, that's true. where like they those like come from. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can definitely like not be full time or like step away from it. I'd like to see him like in a like GM role if they brought that back. You know, like I, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, just somebody who kind of is there to foil other people's shit. He's entertaining. And can get involved if necessary. Like that's always an issue with like non wrestling like GMs and stuff or like, like when Daniel Bryan, like I loved him as GM of SmackDown, but he couldn't get involved. And we all knew that. So when yeah. he acted like that was happening, um, we just knew it wasn't until it actually, they started doing it. Like, yeah, I think Kane attacked him backstage and it was like, Oh shit. Like, yeah, it's like, Oh, is he okay? Yeah. That man, that was such an exciting time. Uh, yeah. Um, so, but the fact that the Miz can get physically involved is like, is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane, I recently uh, showed my roommate. I was watching. Uh, uh, I think his name is Kenny Johnson. He makes these like short documentaries on YouTube. Mm. There was one about Johnny Gargano, and there was a, a part where this kid had a disease, and this was when Johnny was on the Indies, and he was like Johnny's biggest fan, and Johnny was doing like what John Cena does for like make a wish kids, but like on his own volition. Oh, cool. It's like there for this kid. And my roommate was watching it with me and she's like, this is so heartwarming. And I was like, Oh, just wait. And then I showed her Connor's cure. Oh my God. <laughs> why would you? Oh my God. My heart hurts. I was just like, I watched this like a few times a year just to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Like no matter how like, just detached just like i would feel <coughs> that 100 percent would give me just like feeling all the emotions uh-huh and, and i think a lot of it has to do with it being daniel bryan um, oh yeah like because it, it's so like not to like say that if it was someone else it wouldn't feel genuine but like daniel bryan just like exudes like genuineness mm-hmm. like well and that whole day I was watching wrestling documentaries. I watched uh, uh, Beyond the Mat. I watched... Um, He's got a puke! I watched the first Wrestling Road Diaries, which is Daniel Bryan, Cole Cabana, and some other dude. <laughs> um, he's I would know, but his name's Sal something. Um, but Sal like, Sincere? Is that who it was? I don't, I don't... That could have been his wrestling name, but... Okay. He's no one, whereas Cole Cabana and Daniel Bryan are... I mean, he's no one to me. He's uh, nobody. but Just some seeing, fucking guy. Seeing Daniel Bryan in that, it was, like, right before he was going to WWE. And then watching the Connors Cure, like, after he had been in WWE for a while, it was just, like, he is the same dude. Like, he he's just... A, he's a treasure. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. So is he wrestling? Yeah. He got drafted. Dan Bryan, yeah, he just came yeah. back. Um, yeah. He was he okay. was actually just the uh, I believe 
maybe this is even more yep smackdown he was the uh he was the guest on the ko show this week mm-hmm. um and it looks like he uh, wrestled i know and i saw a million tweets last night at the same time so it was like people watching live saying oh, that yeah. he must have been wearing his gear under his clothes because he changed like within seconds like he just like <laughs> hot cops from arrested development he, it, who do you wrestle so what it sounds what it sounds like is that he, Daniel Bryan, on the KO show was talking about how it's bullshit that the Intercontinental title isn't being defended more often. So uh, Sami Zayn uh, attacked him backstage uh, and was like, well, I'm champ. We do things my way. Uh, so setting up. Ring of honor ass Intercontinental scene I, right now. I, this will make me watch SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's Sami and Kevin, uh-huh. AJ. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Apparently yeah, they want SmackDown. Scene. They have everything on SmackDown. You got the Roman Reigns feud. You got Sasha mm-hmm. and Bailey on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You got the Intercontinental stuff. They want everything that people are excited about on SmackDown, yeah. which is mm-hmm. such a fucking shit fucking move for Raw. Yeah, but <laughs> SmackDown got hosed last year, so. It's yeah. true. But now they we have that. like the Fiend and Alexa Bliss kind of feuding with Retribution over on Raw, and it's just like, oh, awesome. <laughs> That's weird. Um, should we, do you want to do NXT or AEW first? Um, ooh, either way, either way, you know, I'm excited way. to talk about AEW. Yeah. But you know what? Um, one last thing that I just saw that's oh, cool. Yes. Um, I don't know, I don't know if she, uh, had already returned, but Bianca Belair, uh, handily defeated Zelina Vega on SmackDown, which is, uh, cool. I don't know if that's her first match back. I, I haven't seen her wrestle since those vignettes have started playing. Yeah, I think that's her first. Yeah. So that's cool. She's coming back looking strong as fuck. Um. Right. So yeah, I don't know. You want to talk about which one you want to talk about? Which one you talk about? You know what? Let's just do NXT. Let's just do it, dude. Um, uh, we we had so it was hard for me. I took as many notes as I could, but I was also like living my life while watching this. Uh, I so actually I took some notes too because I got mixed up. So okay, so Hell yeah. uh, Champa, the show started with Champa versus Dream versus Kushida. What I saw, incredible. I it mean, was very good. Champa's a great WWE wrestler. Um, Dream is good at what he does. Uh, kind, nah, like, not even I. Kinda. <laughs> Dream is a Dream is a presence. That's yeah. what I say. And, and again, Kushida, like, I think he is lost. I think he's lost a lot of it. But he yeah. lost his mojo. His mojo's yeah. gone. Well, that's also I don't give a fuck about him. That's so. part of it too. I think it's maybe because publicly he's a bit of a despised figure at the moment, <laughs> which yeah. will I think make anyone lose their mojo. Um, but Kushida, holy fuck, is I mean I watched him some t- a couple times in Japan, and yeah, I thought he was great, but I think he's coming into an ever since he got like violent and vicious, mm-hmm. I have loved him mm-hmm. so much. It's so good um yeah he stands out here more to me i mean again like new japan is a bit hard to follow but like i you know i liked him in new japan because i was like oh it's the marty mcfly guy yeah yeah um and which i still love that gimmick but yeah seeing he really stands out on nxt especially like the last couple of weeks yeah yeah like he he had just done everything he could over there and like this is just something so different like him wrestling in jeans and shit like uh-huh. it's just like it's cool like and yeah. he's so brutal like and like he's not a face or a heel he's just like he just is like the best thing for me about kushida right now too is like if you see that guy like i mean he's like strong as fuck like he's buff but like there's nothing that on the surface you're like what a fucking scary figure but Mm -hmm. then like you see him in the ring and it's just like he'll just he's so smart about picking his moves 
And like, you can tell that he's just like, you have to really be on your game if you're wrestling against Kushida and that's his whole thing. And it comes across really, really well. Yeah. And like when he gets like that angry face going, like, it's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kushida ended up winning. Uh, he pinned Ciampa, which I thought was a little strange. Um, I don't think so because like, so what happened is dream had a cast on oh, yeah, yeah. and club Ciampa with it. And then Kushida took advantage of that and did like the German suplex into the bridging oh. pin. So that sets up Ciampa and Dream to, like, go mm. off because, like, Ciampa can be mad that Dream cost him the match. Okay, that makes more sense. And then Ciampa can beat the shit out of Dream again, and that's mm-hmm. tight. Maybe twice um, in a row, like we saw with someone else on the, on the same show. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a promo with uh, Undisputed Era uh, hyping their match. I Robot love, Adam Cole. Yeah, I love Kyle being the de facto leader right now. Mm-hmm. Like in in Adam Cole's absence, um, he's really like they gave him a shot, and they're still letting him go with it. He's not just back into the background of the undisputed era. Yeah, he is. He's the leader while Adam Cole's out. Like, mm-hmm. and I, they say there's no leader, but yeah, but he's the one taking the lead, even if yeah. it's not like a mm-hmm. title. You know, like a like. It's not like, oh, he is the leader of us. It's just like, no, he's the one taking the initiative. Um, yeah. I love it. I like, I was thinking about it, like, I'm guessing that Regal fucking saw, was probably at the PWG run. Oh, like, yeah. Watching live where Kyle was a baby face and was just like white hot baby well, face there. And so, because he goes to PWG and scouts there a lot. Yeah. Um, Did they all get signed together? Like, no, Kyle, Adam? Or, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the signing of, with them was a little f- weird because so Kyle um, was the when there was an issue between Ring of Honor and WWE in tampering like contract tampering that oh. was over Kyle O'Reilly okay. um, so Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom 11 um, same one as Omega Okada 1 um, Adam Cole defeated Kyle O'Reilly for the Ring of Honor title because Kyle was supposed to watch that. Yeah. Kyle was supposed to, supposed to be leaving for NXT right then. Mm -hmm. Um, But turns out that WWE had been talking to him while under contract. Oh, that's Um, right. Which is not okay. Like legally, that is not okay. Um, uh, It's the same as sports teams and stuff. Like you can't talk to someone until like their free agency starts. Yeah. Um, So Kyle ended up having to wait like six months before showing up when he was supposed to. By that point, Bobby had signed. um, They debuted like back to back, both against Aleister Black and lost. Okay. Like in singles matches. Okay. um, Right after we had started, like the same summer we started the podcast. Mm. Okay. Um, That's insane that they signed him as a singles guy first. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up having Redragon. So they, and then when they signed Adam Cole, when his contract ran out, like, later in the year because that was at takeover brooklyn three mm-hmm. i want to say um was when he showed up and then they were with him yeah and then rod roddy had already been there for a while yeah, remember, it took him there. a while to join up yeah he okay. had those like yeah. trailer park vignettes where he was like i came from nothing i'm my a good mom guy shot my dad well, and that whole thing was really cool. Be- that turn, that turn mm. was so sick. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the finals of the Dusty Classic where, <clears throat> yeah, he and Pete were teaming. Yeah. Um, cool. Thanks for the history. Yeah. Um, 
We had em- Ember Moon versus Jesse Kaimea. Yeah. Um, Ember looked way better this week than she did last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought it was going to be a squash, but they gave Kamea a lot. They did. And I, I love that they explained it away for Ember with ring rust, but also mm-hmm. that gives Jesse Kamea like a spotlight because she's been there for a long time and she gets better every time I see her. Okay. Um, they've repackaged this is the first her like, time I've, like times. This is the first time I've like made the connection of who she is. I yeah. Guess. Do you remember? So they used, they used to be trying to push someone as Bailey too. She had glasses and like hair, her hair up. Um, she was in one of the May Young classics. That's the same Jesse. She was. Oh Jessie no, shit! Back then. That's okay. the same person. Yeah, it's the same person. Um, wow. So they they're leaning more into her her Hawaiian roots and stuff now. Cool. Um, by giving her the Kamea name and stuff That's like good. that. So. Yeah, because yeah, that wasn't her name. It was Jesse something else. Jesse Alaban. Alaban. Now it's Kamea. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I love that they get like Ember. It's almost like when Finn came back and started wrestling a little different in NXT, like mm-hmm. letting her win with a submission. And that makes me so happy that she doesn't have to do the fucking eclipse to win every match now. Cause yeah. that's just going to shorten her career. That's yeah. true. Even though that's like my favorite finishing move going yeah. today, but it makes it more special. Like it, it does. Yeah, only totally. does it for big matches. That is the thing I love is when they have to pull out the big guns for big matches. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, we had another backstage Undisputed Era thing. Uh, someone attacked Bobby. Bob. And then Kyle I was really worried that Bobby was injured again when this started. Because <laughs> he's just been injured so many times. Oh, and I was know. Like, no. injured. <laughs> um, so we were told that Kyle will be replacing Bobby in the match. Okay. Which I got so excited. I, I ended up being even liking what happened even more. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. if this has happened, but I was so excited for the potential of a Roddy and Kyle tag team match because that's like the best. Like I love Kyle and and Bobby, but Roddy mm-hmm. and and Kyle is just like mm-hmm. God. They're both so vicious and just like n- unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like it's I love that combination. So I was really excited for that. But we'll see what yeah. happened. <laughs> Um, we got Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed. Twice, <laughs> twice baby. Yeah, got squashed uh, twice. <laughs> Bronson Reed beat Theory. He cuts a promo saying he's the future of NXT and WWE. I think I say this every week. I hate him as a person. I, I mean, and I don't know the full details, and but I know enough to believe that whatever he's a he's a little shit boy. He's a little baby shit boy, and. But I love hating him so much. Like yeah. it's good to hate. The wrestling he, character is he's very good at being hateable. If he like grows up and like comes out, apologizes for the wrongdoing he's done, or something like that, he probably won't because Triple H is like he, he Even if he felt that legitimately, they would never let him do that because if he came out and admitted to what he, you know, is is accused of, um, yeah. which I absolutely believe yeah, yeah, yeah. the victim. Yeah. Um he would have they they have to fire him like yeah yeah, yeah. so but like never let him. i'm and and full disclosure i'm a little bit shaky too on the full details of uh of what's up with theory yeah, just sliding into dms of and texting with minors minors and i again no excuse no excuse he is also like but yeah like you're saying derek i do hope he grows up he is 23 i mean like he's a dumb shit yeah um and he the not saying like not saying I want him to have a great wrestling career, but just for like a fulfilling life, he's got a lot of time to fucking turn his shit around. And I hope, uh, hope he does. And he's, 
he is great at what he does. He's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he could be the like biggest shit eating heel. Yeah. But for it's sure. like I have a hard time watching him. It's, well, it's exactly. Just, it's it's like you could you could be you could be so good. You could you could, you know, everything, but at, at the same time it's like but who you are outside of the ring, outside of TV, mm-hmm. like that's what you know, that's what dictates. Like you could be the best yeah. in the world, but I'm sorry I mean, if you fucking suck, I just don't want to look at you. I just don't want to see you. Why, why am I going to turn my TV on? Yeah. So I turned a big corner on Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. It's why like I have a hard time uh, wanting to watch a Will Ospreay match. It's, it's, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's yeah. just it all. It yeah, it it just sucks. We talk about it all the time. We but... do, but I just want to reiterate because every time it gets brought up, I I I'm such not a fan of the like you got to separate the art from the artist. Like it's no. not how it works. It's not There's how it only, works. I mean, I do that in other parts of my life. Um, but uh to me it's like the person who's creating that art that you're consuming the mm-hmm. uh, the reason that it's impactful is because you're you're attaching yourself to the 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 whatever the product that they create is so you yeah. feel like there's a connection between you and the person who created it if that person yeah. fucking sucks i can't look at the art and just be like turn off the part of my brain that says mm-hmm. that guy sucks yeah. i can actively cool. know that i'm doing something that i feel weird about oh, <laughs> but yeah. it's like, so impossible to turn that off yeah. I, Anytime- I, oh, you go ahead Anytime I criticize some a person that like, because sometimes I'll like, I don't like ruining things for people, but I like to point out, I'll be like, yeah, this is gonna yeah. fuck. But I'll be like, but hey, I still listen to Kanye West, so and we're still listen, all watching WWE. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, like I listen to pre, uh, pre pre con. Like I listen to my beautiful dark fantasy that. And it's before he became a thing. Uh, I understand that it's probably wrong and probably bad. He gets some of my pennies sometimes. Um, His relative wealth to how much you get from streaming. (laughs) Speaking as someone who has seen uh, invoices for a year's worth of Spotify streams. um, Man, that would have been nice. (laughs) Yeah, that was, yeah. Um, yeah, like I have the same way. Like I, there's problematic, you know, content creators and, and musicians and shit that I still listen to and feel conflicted about. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, this one, like, I don't think Austin theory is like good enough or important enough for me to even wrestle with the idea of, should I like, should I have that conflicted relationship? Right. I agree. Because in the end, like, yeah, he's very talented. He could be something great as far as mm-hmm. a wrestler goes, but like, he's not there yet, and I don't necessarily care enough to, you know, be along for the ride. And like, yep. even someone like Osprey, who like was already at that level, me like taking a step back from like just blindly appreciating or like enjoying his stuff and like thinking about it may- has made me even reevaluate how good I think he actually is. Mm-hmm. I don't think Will Ospreay is a good wrestler. I think he's very good at spots. Um, mm. I, because someone tweeted about this and it really made me think. Um, try to think of a Will Ospreay match where he made the other person look better than they were going in. And oh. you will not think of one. Every mm. single Will Ospreay match I can think of, he looked great. 
Um, and maybe the other person looked great, but that's because they were great also. Yeah, that's a good point. I never I thought can't about think that. of a match where he elevated another person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's um, a good point. But yeah, uh, read B Theory twice, and uh, it's theory fun quit. watching. It's fun watching him uh, get the shit kicked out of him. Do you think and he's going to be Reed gone awesome. for Bronson? Reed, the colossal Bronson Reed is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think is. that? Uh, so Theory then was like, "I quit," and he got in his car and left. He'll so be gone you, for a little bit, or he'll yeah. be back with like a manager immediately. Yeah, and I think it was was it Eli last week who brought up that potentially gar- falling under the learning tree of Gargano. I fucking hope not. Don't ruin. The I know greatest part. My favorite part of NXT right now, which is weird to say because I love all of it. I guess but it's, it's just very a, good. It's, it's so fun. Their stuff is so fun. I know. I could see it happening though. Yeah, we'll get to that after we get to this. Uh, Legato del Fantasma versus uh, Jake Atlas, Swerve Scott, and wow, I didn't write his full name, Adonis. Ashanti uh, the Adonis. Ashanti yeah. the Adonis. Uh, these were my notes. Uh, Legato, Legato del Fantasma wins. Very fun match with cool lucha things. Yeah, uh, Jake Atlas almost died. Um, <laughs> almost landed on his head very bad on a dive, but fortunately it was okay. Oof. Had um, enough of that this week. Oh yeah, God. A- we'll get w. to it. We'll get to Jesus. it. Jesus. Um, this is a fun match, and like, I just don't know. If, I hope that Swerve eventually gets this title because uh, otherwise, this is a very long program of him just losing. Yeah, it really is, huh? And, and I don't know if I'm just not invested in this whole story, but it feels like this has gone on for a while. Is it the cruiserweight title? Yeah. Is that why? So it's not being showcased on NXT. Like constantly, not constantly, though, but but is it being because two hundred five live is still a thing? It is. I really feel like I should start watching it again, like yeah. because I keep forgetting about it. And like, and and I have a similar experience with this like feud of going like these are matches are really great, but I'm not as invested as I could be. And I wonder if that would be better if I watched two hundred five live. I'm considering on weeks when I'm not covering one of the main shows, watching UK and two hundred five live. As my, oh, yeah. like, all their wrestling to watch. Yeah. So. That'd be great um, because one of us should. <laughs> I, I, I want to know what's going on. And yeah, but yeah. I, I keep forgetting. There's only so many hours in a day. Also, uh, there's like six people total on 205 Live. So. Yeah. I feel, like, well, I feel like Jake Atlas is just waiting in the wings. I feel like that guy is so primed to just fucking explode. I, I love Jake Atlas. I, everything I've seen of him, I'm just so excited about him. But it just feels like it's not his time yet. And it's exciting when I watch him wrestle because I'm like, it's going to be his time soon. I don't think it's his time yet, like, just because there's so many people ahead of him and he's so young. But also, like, he is still pretty green. Like, he's very good. But, like, this is – I'm glad that he has to wait because Mm -hmm. give him a chance to keep improving so that, Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't get exposed at all when he does get to that point. Because he is so good. Like, he is, like, kind of the full package as far as, like, a wrestler that you can really push. Like he is charming and like charismatic. He's really good in the ring. Um, like he's a fucking just a handsome dude. Like mm-hmm. look at that guy. Like in like mm-hmm. and you know being somewhat like I don't know um, jaded a little bit, but I mean also like he's you know a person of color like from a not super like 
represented race like he's filipino so that's like something you can push like mm-hmm. from a marketing standpoint you know it right. sucks but it's true but it's just true of wrestling and then also being gay like yeah it's just like he has so many different things that you can like push him to different audiences with and right like, yeah he he great. yeah like we say i mean on this show all the time like of course representation matters and he he checks off some boxes that just really aren't um you know just there at the moment yeah um gargano house <laughs> dude they gargano have, hates wheels dude they that's had tra- they had a training wheel <laughs> dude johnny hates it's wheels so good everybody knows that gargano hates wheels that's what he said <laughs> it's what he so said. good and he hates his training wheels <laughs> man maybe i should take over that voice right now because i have the lisp already oh yeah yeah you got the natural lisp going mm. No, Eastside has it too good. It was just so funny because he kept spinning the wheel and he got like a casket match and a buried alive match. (laughs) What was the fucking, what's that, uh, the one with the, he called out one that he wanted. Coal Miner's Glove? Yeah, he's like, Coal Miner's Glove, come on. And Candace got a a, a Trick or Treat or Trick or Street fight match. Trick or Street fight. And like, she kept getting all these things and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna be buried alive. Are you happy about this? Are you happy about this? It's like I'm alive. What are we gonna do? <laughs> that is so good. I'm so excited for that next week. It's gonna be such a good time. So, yeah. but what I was confused about, and just for clarification, yes, that that spinning of the wheel is not the actual determining wheel spin. Not for Johnny. That. Not for Johnny. Is that? But it, for Candace, yes. Candace, yes. They, they've announced that it's gonna be a trick or street fight. Okay. Well, Wait, they didn't right. show the big wheel spinning. No, I I thought that they announced that hers was officially Trick or Street. I, they got to be able to announce some stuff in advance to get people. Maybe, but they got to show the wheel. They have to I want to see the big wheel. Maybe it's just like that. She doesn't want to spin the big wheel. That hurts her being a heel. <laughs> Maybe she's like, no, I already spun. That's it. I spun it. I spun my training wheel, and, and it's, then, it's it's real. But Johnny's like, please let me respin. I could see them being like. Next week, being like, "Oh, that didn't count." <laughs> I know they. So they spin the wheel like the big wheel, and it ends up still being a trick or street fight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how how does it work? Is it the day of they spin the wheel? Oh yeah, like on the on the like during the episode of NXT, they'll be spinning the wheel. Okay. Okay. Except I'm sure it was- that it will be gimmicked. Oh, of course it will. Because yeah. if it lands on like a cage it's match, a, you know. It's a digital <laughs> wheel. It's yeah. not, unless they do a real one. That'd be Is it a digital wheel? I'm going to guess it's a real wheel, but it just has a mechanic, like a, you know, thing built into it to yeah. make it stop. Yeah, or they'll like, they'll cut, they'll edit it so it looks. No, know. they made Shotzi practice the exact oh, way the right. oh. to spin it for it to land where it needs to land. God, it just ends up on like a fucking first blood match or something that they absolutely do not want to do. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> What if it wasn't gimmicked? That would- uh, it wasn't in WCW. That's how we ended up with a coal miner's glove. <laughs> I could I could just see the NXT people, some of them, like actually being able to like do it well. Like I think it would be John- it'd be it would be so exciting if they did it off the cuff. Johnny especially. He can just like Whatever. He's like, I can do whatever. I can do anything. I mean, the whole point of a spin the wheel, make the deal match is that you don't have time to prepare for the match you're going to be in. Like, but they can gimmick that so easily. I know, but I'm just saying do it for real. It's exciting. I feel like I'd be pretty good at that. Like, that's a dumb skill that I would have. 
being able to like spin a wheel and land right right where you want it to because i'm really good at like like beer pong like and like (laughs) uh like i play kendama and stuff like that like just really small fine motor that's true you have hand-eye coordination that people don't talk about often enough i thank you i wish people did (laughs) um so like yeah i mean i think that'd be it'd be interesting if they didn't gimmick it but but they're going to. They're going to gimmick yeah, it. There's no way. Because there's I'm millions of dollars going to be on there on that wheel. Um, let's talk about Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Let's talk about person. Dane, baby. It's so good. I love this so much. Um, so they had a match with Everrise. Uh, he Drake got the shit kicked out of him. Everrise are solidifying themselves as like heels, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah, heel jobbers. Um, it's really fun. <laughs> they like. They kept like taunting uh, Killian and being like, "This is your partner. This is your partner. You fucking loser!" And, and Killian uh, got mad. Yeah. Uh, well, and Drake ended up getting a chair and causing a DQ. And Killian looked at him like scared, and then he walked over to him, slapped him in the chest, and said, "That was incredible. Mm. Like, where and is chip. this guy? I want to yeah. see this guy." And he was so impressed with him, and it was very cute. It was very good. And I just, now, what what do you I think just, of their nicknames? The 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 furry and the fury. What do you think of that? Um, it rips. <laughs> I thought it was it was you know, you know it's fine. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was funny. I love the chemistry between Maverick and and Dane when he's like showing him the different like fabrics that they could use to make costumes out of. Mm. And the and just the the fucking the song. You know that this is leading to hopefully eventually at a takeover. Killian embracing, yeah, yeah, the the, dance. the the Drake Maverick way and coming out in fucking spar- a sparkly ge- like sparkly gear and dancing to their theme music. Oh, mm-hmm. I could, I want it, dude. Drake Maverick really is a bit of a fucking cash cow. I swear to God, that guy has ideas that just get over so fast. Mm-hmm. You got it, like to make it as far as he's gotten to, in wrestling. To yeah. make it as a little boy, he, yeah, and being seriously fucking five two. Yeah. Like, he is so small. And, like, he's, like, he did it in Impact. Like, he got himself over huge in Impact. And then, like, he's doing it here. Uh huh. It's that thing that we were talking about earlier. It's like, he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he's really talented. And so it's easy to be like, oh, I'm rooting for that guy. Cause, like, he doesn't have the cocky ego that you see from, like, the top, you know, the fucking. Uh, Damian Priests, you know, like, which is great for him. It works for when you're fucking six foot nine. Uh, nice. uh, thank you, Matt. Nice, dude. Six nine, though. I don't uh, know if that's how tall he is. I think he's like I, six five or six six. But I, w- I would fucking kayfabe that, but that's just me. Die Jack yeah, is six nine. Nice. Hi. I'm sorry, uh, who? Don DeJong. T-Bar. T-Bar. T DeJong. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had another backstage Undisputed Era promo. Um... Roddy got beat up, um, and Regal, went to the hospital. Regal was just like, "All right, I promised a match, so Kyle, choose. You need a partner." And Danny, Danny Birch and O'Neill Orkin were like, "Choose one of us, man. Choose one of us." Mm-hmm. I thought they did it. I thought they did the beating, and we're just being little sheds. This is really, they're really good. They're mm-hmm. very good. At, yeah. Like, I mean, it was essentially the same thing. We'll get into it in a second. Um, it was essentially the same thing, but they're good at like, they're good at the tease. 
And they're, they're, gonna, they're good at putting that tiny bit of doubt in yeah, your, in your yeah. mind so that you don't just automatically assume. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Kyle's just like, no, I gotta go, I gotta go hang out with my friends in the hospital. It was like, it, Kyle was, in, that moment specifically was really like, because, you know, the, the, their intensity, their desire to win the tag titles, everything's yeah. there. And then when, when Oni and, and Danny are there, like, no, dude, like, you beat us. Pick one of us. Like, well, let's do this together. And Kyle had a genuine moment where, like, you know, obviously, you know, obviously it's not real. But, like, what? he had that, he had that <laughs> moment. Of, to me, damn it. Uh, but he had that moment of, like, you know, like, have fun, guys. And then, like, left. Because his priorities are with his brothers. Gave that handshake. Yeah. I also liked that. You know, they didn't go after Kyle. Like, they didn't take him out. And it almost feels like giving him even more respect. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, take out the, like, guys under him. And, but, like, man, I don't know if we should even try to take out Kyle. Yeah. Well, and it was also, like, uh, taking out the tag team, who mm. who uh, arguably is the better tag team on the show. Um so it's like it's taking them out because they are a legitimate threat and leaving Kyle like un like I don't know the word I want to use undisputed <laughs> no like leaving him like in a pickle where he just he's like I gotta go I gotta go with my friends yeah so, it's like what's more important oh babyface Kyle it's his yeah friends. yeah so the tag match uh, that we have later in the show is Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch versus Breezango. Uh, so, yeah. I was immediately even more like double excited just because I love Lorkin and Birch. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and to me, it made it exciting because I was like, initially, it's like, oh, okay, I think Undisputed Air is probably going to get this gold back. And yeah. then you add Oni Lorkin and Birch in there, and it's like, oh, well, where is this going to go? Mm-hmm. And we saw, but I won't yep. say it right now. Yeah. Uh, we had Zia Lee versus Casey Cantazaro. That was fun. Uh, it was. Uh, Casey ended up winning. Uh, Zaya beats her up afterwards. Caden um, was out with Casey, which was like, because Casey was like, you and I are friends to Zia Lee. She's like, we're friends. Like, you mean a lot to me, or you did at one point. And Zaya um, Lee is essentially is a heel now. Um, and after the match, Caden went to protect Casey, um, and then Zaya kicked her. Raquel comes out, takes out Zaya, throws Casey at Caden, and then takes out Caden, and then cuts a promo on Rhea. They built two things in one segment. They did. I, I don't two love... thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. I don't love how Raquel took out so many people, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, she's really but at, the same, dominated. at the same time, they are definitely lower down in the card, so it, it's not too bad, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am I am excited because I um, I want her to be good. I think a monster who is good is something that WWE needs as a woman. Like, a monster woman, a Nia Jax that's good and doesn't hurt people. Yeah, I the thing that I kind of wish, uh, I mean, it's nitpicky. Doesn't I don't know. It, no, to me, it, it felt like for Gonzalez, it, it felt like it it was a nice moment for Gonzalez, but I think it really took away uh, the moment that was for Zia Lee. Like I feel like Zia Lee had the moment, and then it kind of just became all about Raquel, which is like yeah, I understand yeah, she was just no. in a match. Like yeah. Zia Lee had plenty of time to to you know it was the spotlight was on her. It was fine. 
But then I feel like the end of it, it was like, okay, well, all right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it was, it did take away a little bit. Um, but yeah, I hope this match with Raquel and Rhea is good. Um, it'll be interesting because Raquel hasn't wrestled a ton yet that I've seen. So. Yeah. Nor, yeah, I mean, she did do a ton of house show loops before this okay. all, like, but at the same time, yeah, like, she is still green. I think they're doing a really good job of protecting her. Like, mm-hmm. you make the, like, the comparison a lot, but it's very much like early China where she was just getting in, like, mm. for little bits and pieces of matches and stuff, and, like, not even having full matches, just being the muscle, and, like, that's doing a lot for Raquel right now, so hope that they just keep on this trajectory of, like, doing what they can to protect her, and whenever they have this match, probably at the next takeover, like, mm-hmm. it's not too much for her. Yeah, yeah. Rhea is yeah. also very young. Like, she's very, yeah. very good, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but she's still young, so. Yeah. You know, it kind of, this is kind of a test for Rhea to, like, be the one not, to be the one carrying a feud, which yeah. she hasn't done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a live Thatch's Thatch can. Against uh, Seosin and Circuit Survive Zone, Anthony Green. <laughs> the name of the uh, PC student. <laughs> he, uh, Timmy was like, putting, I call him Timmy. I don't think if, I, I think if I called him Timmy to his face, he would kick the shit out of me. But Probably. I call Unless him he Timmy. loves South Park like you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, I love that humor. Dude, Timmy. So, so yeah. good. He's but, so crude, so fun. He, he put him so crude, so and, fun. It sounds like a tagline to something, and I love it. <laughs> it's the tagline for South Park. So crude, so fun. So fun. Just in like cursive lettering. <laughs> <laughs> I want that instead of live left up in my house. So, <laughs> so crude, crude, so, so fun. fun. Um, he he puts this guy in a hold. The guy Anthony taps, and uh, he doesn't win. Oh my god, dude! Anthony That's got mad. Works. Anthony got mad started uh attack like kind of attacking him and he's like oh this is what you're gonna do and then timmy beat the shit out of him yeah rock it was so good um i love i love the explanation of holds that thatcher does because some of them are holds that i've always assumed like oh that's just a wrestling thing like that doesn't look that good because of this but like the the explanation of cutting bones like you use your the cutting bone on on sensitive spots so like you don't have to apply that much pressure yeah, like it's so fucking good. Like show it, like just showing the reality of like submission holds and stuff. I, I yeah, love it. I'm I'm interested in this thing with Tim because it's it's similar to me the way I feel about. Well, I don't know. I, so after the match that he had, that like the wrestle the fight pit or whatever against uh, Matt Riddle, uh, I was like, oh man, Timothy Thatcher, that dude. Like, all right, let's get him up there with fucking. Let's get him wrestling Gargano. Let's get him wrestling all these guys. And I feel like lately there's been this sort of thing of like, we're all being edged. We're all being edged towards when Thatcher is just going to fucking explode into the main scene. Oh yeah. I think, I think they're just giving him his time because it's already Which loaded up. I genuinely appreciate Cause I think it's, it's really building an excitement for Thatcher where it's like, if they yeah. just threw him in, you know, to, to like a title scene, it's just like, okay, cool. Like this guy's good. He's, you know, he's new. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, like new to NXT, obviously not. Wrestling. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> He's brand new yeah. to wrestling. Never done it before. First year. <laughs> he just loves kicking ass. <laughs> like, he doesn't oh, even have a contract. He just won't stop showing up, and everyone's afraid of him. 
because um, I think Grimes is next in line for Beast and title. Go to the moon. Well, um, Grimes, if he can, if he can survive the haunted terror house match. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking Loomis. love this. I love this so much. I'm so excited. I I don't care if it's the worst thing in the world. Like it was a shitty match. It's going to be the House of Horrors match, but with these the people, two I'm excited to see in it. Yeah. Yes, I really hope he wins though, because like uh, Loomis sucks, and <laughs> and Loomis can lose and immediately just like do yeah. the horror movie monster thing of just like you know being down and then just getting up like after the match, you know, yeah, and yeah. be totally yeah. fine, totally. Yeah. And Cameron Grimes needs to go to the moon. He does, and I think. He will. I think he's gonna beat Priest for the title eventually. Like, I think uh, he's yes. next. I think he's next in line. They're building him. I and, love him. And maybe it's a slow build too, and they'll they'll bounce it around to a couple other people. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just there's there's so much potential with NXT. Like, it's not obvious. They're giving us the such. Future. They're doing. They're doing a good job right now of of making us want more out of a lot of people. It's like, oh, I'm excited to see what's happening with with Cat and Zaro. I'm excited to see what's happening with fucking Trevor Lee. I'm excited for all this. And so it's like, uh, you know, that which is great. I mean, like that's what you should be doing if you have a successful show. Is be like, I can't wait to see this person fulfill their full potential, and they're doing a good job. Like, you know, building up anticipation, which. Yeah, I, lo- I love some. I love some dynamite, but oh my god, sh- they're not good at doing that. You shouldn't be having a tournament and uh, spoiling who's going to actually have the title, um, and who's gonna... sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. I it, I honestly really like this episode of Dynamite. We'll get into it. After into it. I did. Match. I did too. But they just don't. But they're, NXT has a fucking science. Yeah, they, they have a, bad. Mm-hmm. NXT has it down to a science of like. You have great characters. You build them up. You take time. It's okay yeah. to take time. They're do they the main roster. You don't see that as much too. Like no, it does a great so job much, of taking time. They are the best at building stories, in yeah. my opinion. NXT Easily. that I watch, like it's better than SmackDown. It's better than Raw. It's better than uh, it's better than AEW. Those are the big four in my head. Mm-hmm. So um, and, and, the four that we talk about each week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like New Japan does it differently mm-hmm. like they aren't doing weekly tv to build stuff they do a good job but it's like it's just different and so yeah. for this style nxt is the best yes uh let's talk about brizango versus birch and morgan um such a good match it was so much fun um i didn't take like detailed notes till the end and they're not very detailed but uh basically someone ended up pushing fandango over the top rope yeah, someone came out from under the ring and pushed wearing him. A, wearing a, like, silver mask or something? Oh, wearing a yeah. weird, weirdly sized mask. Yeah. It was weird. It looked like, yeah, it's like, this is either meant for somebody with a much smaller face or a much larger face, and this is only supposed to fit over part of it. It looked like something that you'd put over your, like, to be bulletproof in front of your dick. Oh, yeah, to protect, like, your, yeah. protect your Johnson. Yeah, but, because it, it was just the weirdest size on his head, but. It was. Yeah. It was. I thought it was kind of um, fun that they kept bringing up that um, Fandango and uh, Lorcan are both from the Boston area. I was like, interesting. Oh. Uh, I don't. I just like that they kept bringing it up in the sense of like, so they that means they're that. good at fighting. They're good at fighting. Yeah, they're probably they, from Love Buggy Molly. They probably <laughs> were at some fucking indie shows with John Cena's dad. Dude, probably. Or Dude, probably, probably TJ from Aviator. They probably yeah, or, went down to the Hobbit yacht. Yeah, met up at a couple times at a fucking uh, Dropkick Murphy show. 
Their favorite movie is Good Will Hunting. Yeah, the favorite movie is fucking Boondock Saints. Yeah. No. That's true, though. No, it's Good Will Hunting. Movie yeah, no. it's, Bo- it's Boondock Saints. Uh, Good Will Hunting? Nah, fuck that, bro. Yeah, how do you like uh, them apples? I, yeah, I like them apples fine. I go to the orchard every weekend, pick apples with my mom. Beautiful, dude. Uh, yeah, so that person ran into the ring. The ref got distracted. Birch gave Breeze a low blow. Oh, I love it. And then they got the pin. Birch and Lorcan, new champions. Oni finally kicked someone's ass. Oni got to kick a lot of ass. Yeah. He's deeply in love with it. And then, then I got, I, yeah, continue. I got mad. Oh, I loved it. Um, I'll tell you why after. But the secret, the secret person who was revealed who beat up Undisputed Era was uh, I was trying I was going to extend the name but uh, you can't do that Patrick. <laughs> oh yeah Patrick I was about to say Patricia because that's my mom's name oh that's my mom's <laughs> name too are, are you fucking serious that's my mom's name no really my mom's name is Patricia Stone There's, we're triple path what? Yeah. What? How, how have we never known this that's insane what? Fucking triple Patricia moms? Dude, we got triple Trish. My mom goes by Trish. Yeah, my mom's Patty. Mine's my mom, really? Wait, yours is Pat? Yeah. Mine's Patty. Yours is Trish. Trish. What the fuck? The, like, super Irish people in my mom's family, they call her Patty Ann. My, you know what's actually weird about that, too, is my, my grandma, my dad's mom, was named... So she was Patricia, and she went by Pat. And so my mom was like, well, I'm not fucking going to be known as Pat. That's your fucking mom's name. So so, she's Trish, but she's always been Trish. My, my Trish, mom so. also hates Pat and when people call her Pat. Like, oh, that's, my dude, mom, she's going to fight your mom, Derek. My mom hates Patricia. That's so Fuck funny. All our mom, triple threat mom fight, dude. I can't so, believe triple, trip, 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 I can't believe Batman, we didn't know that. Since I saw Batman versus Superman, I've been talking a lot of shit on Zack Snyder. I get it. If I hated you two <laughs> before this, we would be best friends. <laughs> Dude, I, that's it's actually crazy. That's funny that we never. That is, I'm sorry. I'm still. This is like when Isai and I found out that we both were in that Chili's. That you both got maced at a Chili's when you were children. Yeah. That is what? How much? So... How much synchronicity is amongst this podcast? That that's is. Fun. This is fate. This podcast is fate. It is. That was a really good way of uh, of drawing out the fact that it was Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Patricia McAfee. You know why I got mad at it was only because so this masked figure comes up. It's a bit of a larger frame. Mm-hmm. Pat McAfee has a bit of a larger frame, and there was mm-hmm. a part of me that was like, "Is this the knockout artist, Cassius Ono?" And to mm-hmm. me, it would have just looked beautiful. You have these brawling boys of Danny and Oni. You get fucking the knockout artist in there. I got excited. My brain that got would excited. be cool. He and is never was, resigning. I know. Yeah. And then it was Patrick McAfee. Yeah, but there's a story there. There's a story and there. I don't think he's the one taking people out backstage. I think he's paying people. I think he's paying whoever the singles wrestler of this group was going to be, which was definitely supposed to be Rich Holland. It's going to be someone else now. So I don't think it's Pat McAfee taking people out. I think Did Rich get uh, injured? Uh, yeah. Destroyed. He, his leg oh, exploded. His leg exploded. on What? When he yeah. caught Oni from the dive at the end of that match. They showed oh. it on NXT. I don't make, make sure. I might have yeah. blocked it out, dude. They showed the replay. His I leg um, bra- broke in two places. 
I don't know if you were on that episode. That we oh, yeah, you were it. gone, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, his leg exploded. Um, So they're going to replace Rich Holland with someone, and I, I think that's what it's going to be like. Matt McAfee oh, okay. keeps talking about how he has revenue streams and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, he's not doing the dirty work. Like, he's letting yeah. someone else do it. Yeah. Yeah, but I would – I want McAfee in a War Games match against them. This oh, game. he will be. Okay. I think he'll still okay. be there, but okay. they need four people, so. That's true. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped for it because he impressed me so much in that one match, and I have a connection. It's my 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 work friend's wrestling connection is Pat McAfee, and I got to text him and being like, "Your boy's back." <laughs> um, no, no, it's yeah. it's cool. It's cool. I just got my hopes up, All silly right, old me. Speculate. Well, who who could be the single guy? What? Oh, 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 oh. Timmy. Timmy would be great. Oh, I, I, I kind of like him almost more on his own, but it, he would fit so well. Would, him and Danny Bur- or him and Odie. I mean, Danny Birch too. So, yeah, but him and Odie working together. If what he if what Pat McAfee is doing is going, I'm going to hire the toughest, just sons of bitches I can I can imagine. Yeah, he can't get. He can't. He has to get a realistic guy. He can't. He oh, can't what about Grimes? I was gonna say, what about wildcard Cameron Grimes, dude? That'd be fucking, so funny. You get a guy who's just like, you know, a loose, a real loose cannon. He is like, speaking of wildcard, he's almost like the Charlie Day of NXT. He is a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hyped. Um, I love NXT. It's the greatest wrestling programming for me specifically. Mm. Um, I need to go grab water, so I'll be right back. But let's talk about let's talk about AEW. Let's talk about AEW. Um, the, so, I mean, in a broad stroke, as we're waiting for Derek to get water, that's what he says, but that's just because he drinks out of the tank of the toilet. Um, yeah, going like to just, he, yeah, just stick, stick his, he doesn't even like do it like a cat where he just licks out of the bowl. He just sticks his head all the way underwater and opens his mouth. <laughs> and just kind of lets it rush in until he's had enough. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <gasps> I almost died again. <laughs> um, but this whole, uh, this whole episode was centered around two things um one being the world championship eliminator tournament round un round un hell yeah hell yeah jonathan taylor jonathan taylor topless over here oh my god sorry the my room's really hot dude it got hotter you didn't get refreshed by dipping your like entire head underneath the water inside the toilet bowl and drinking like we just were talking about how you do like we know you do. <laughs> oh, that's no. I got water from my kitchen. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That looks like bathroom. Wa- that looks like bathroom water if I ever seen it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, so the the championship eliminator tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Wardlow defeated Younger Boy. Yeah. Which Carl Younger Boy. Yes. Um, but Jungle Boy's great. Um, yeah. yeah, he carried Wardlow to looking good in that match, actually. He did. I thought so I too. Of, I'm like, I'm interested in Wardlow. Yeah. I hope, I hope he gets tired of MJF and beats the shit out of him. That's gonna happen. Mm. Yeah, um, it's gonna happen. So it was supposed to be Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. Janela had came into contact with somebody who tested positive at an indie show for COVID. Noit toin. Oh, weird. Oh, imagine that. Imagine yeah. that. It's almost like this fumbled football of a fucking virus is a uh, very fucking dangerous, and you shouldn't be at indie shows, Joey Janela. What I to be did, running indie shows, Joey Janela. Joseph. What I, what I did enjoy about that is that they 
made it seem like he was being very responsible. And he pulled himself off. His decision not to go. Yeah, it's like, like well, why was he there in the first? I get it. He runs. He's running the indie shows that are making this happen. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, it's not. It's silly. It's silly. It's not good. GTW. Like, come on. And but on one hand, so Kenny comes out. He's full on cleaner. He's got. He's got. Girls there dancing with brooms. It's an over-the-top second only to Cody Rhodes entrance. Um, I I did think it was so funny when Justin Roberts went through his entire list of accolades. uh, Kenny Omega from North Carolina. He for (laughs) once wrestled in North Carolina. That popped me, like, Mm. legitimately, because it's like he did all this and he (laughs) once wrestled in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Um, But so, like, the match started. There was a little bit of offense coming from Kiss, but it ended up just being Kenny fucking decimating Sonny Kiss. Which... It was, uh, yeah, V-Trigger, One Wing Angel. So well, It was supposed to be Janela. And so, like, that would have been, I think, a little bit better to watch because I want more for Sonny Kiss than I want from Jan- Janela. Mm-hmm. But it, it's... Uh, so... I hope it's supposed to be a squash with Janela. I think it was. I think it was the exact same match. They just put Sonny Kiss in there instead of Joey. Yeah, and I completely understand. It's Kenny Omega versus this this new kid. Like, but this maybe should have been. I completely get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe if it, it would make sense if this was the Kenny that we'd been getting since day one, you know, or like if this was this is a, it's just an unfortunate for Sonny that this is where Kenny's party of like now I'm officially the cleaner again. Yeah, um, and I'm coming after you. It, it sucks that it was with Sonny, but again, it yeah. would have. Yeah. I think it would have made perfect sense. Exact same match, Joey Janela. It would have been great. So I don't think it was like a slight on Sonny. It was just kind of unfortunate that that's how it ended up for them. Yeah. And like, I I have a lot of weird thoughts about it, but I I get it. Ultimately, I just, it sucks for Sonny because they're burying Sonny. Yeah. They're, they're making Sonny. I haven't, I haven't watched Dark, but it seems like everything I've seen. Go ahead. I was going to say Sonny and Joey have been doing really good on there. Okay. but it's still dark, you know? It's still, and, like, I want bad right. things for for Sonny. Like. Yeah. Also, like, Kenny having two women, um, it also makes sense, but it, like... It, it is we weird. think the whole Golden Lovers thing was fake. <laughs> I mean, kind of, I mean... It was, but... It kind of is. It kind of sucks. Omega, Kenny Omega just kind of seems like... I don't know. I don't like, know why I was thinking about kinda, it. Yeah. Kenny Omega is a bigger dork than Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love them you. both as wrestlers, and I actually like Gargano a lot more. But, and Gargano's a Disney dork, which is even worse. And, but Omega just kind of, he's an actual gamer. Like, mm-hmm. he, he I, sucks. <laughs> he does, I think, I mean, he's an actual gamer. Uh, I think that he still there's still a very good aspects to him mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, um, I, I I I'm still not convinced that he isn't actually queer, but just isn't out about it. And yeah, not yeah. some of the way he talks about it, and like it seems I, genuine. And even if it wasn't, even if it's not true, he, mm-hmm. he I'd say he represented a closeted queer character as mm-hmm. his character. Better than I can imagine true. ever seeing, like yeah. in the world of wrestling, or even yeah. like in most media. So yeah, and it, I guess it's not our thing to to speculate and discuss. Mm. I guess um, I am excited to see the cleaner back. Um, I am excited to 
to see how this tournament ends up going. Um, yeah, what what next? Uh, yeah, so after that, um, uh, match three was Phoenix versus Penta, which was <gasps> so exciting, so fun, but they yeah. fucking botched another concussion in the middle of a fucking match, and I can't with these people. This was so, even the worst aspect in, instance of it on this episode. Yeah. This Hachi, is what Hachi. I was ready to like text you guys and being like, this is the match of the year for me. Just because it was Ray versus Pentagon. It was great. They did a great job of keeping it a TV match while still being great. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't pull out all the stops. They it was a lot slower paced than I thought it would be with these two. Mm-hmm. Penta um, isn't like in singles matches. He he slows it down a bit. Like yeah, he isn't like he does high flying shit. He's wild, but it's not Phoenix. What's that? Yeah, Phoenix did that like four fifty fucking like yeah, dive yeah. off to the outside of the ring from the top of the turnbuckle. That was mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's it, his like he gets flips in like last second all the time. Like he does yeah. that suicide dive where he flips after getting through the ropes. And I they have. Some of the best chemistry. Like, oh, this, yeah. Like, I love Luchador Wrestling, but I specifically love these two. I mean, they the brothers. It, like, they make it look like art. They've wrestled each other more times than so many. I mean, they, they've wrestled each other so many times in their lives. Like, it, they really have it down to, like you were saying, like, it was a TV match. It didn't feel like a show stopping, like, main event of a pay per view, which it absolutely could be. Yeah. Like they did a good job of like reining it in. It was an unfortunate accident. Like uh, Phoenix landed on his neck and it was clearly shaken. He recovered pretty quick. So I, and I understand like, I'm sure from the get go, he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. But he had wobbly ass legs. It was uncomfortable. He went up for that Spanish fly and I almost had a fucking heart attack. Um, I watched the show and specifically watched this match and somehow I missed all of that. I, Katie and I saw him land on his neck, and it just like it was one of those moments where you just pop back, like, "Oh God, no!" no. And then I don't, I don't know how. Maybe I wasn't watching intently enough. I, I mean, it was quick, and it's not like they showed replays of it, but it was just like a little bit funky. It, it, I just hated it because you, we just saw it with Matt Hardy, yeah. And then yeah, like it wasn't even the only time on the show that something fucking bad happened to someone's dome, but. What ended up happening was Phoenix won, and it was exciting. But then the end result is he has an injury that now he can't continue on. But mm-hmm. actually, I'm kind of excited because that means next week we get Kenny versus Penta. Yeah, get an all-in all uh, yeah. rematch. Which will be really good. I mean, I think they're going to – Kenny, but now Kenny? New I Kenny? I would have loved to see Kenny versus Oh, me too. Oh, and yeah. It probably will happen. Well, then, if you do want to see that, go seek out um, their matches in AAA because they feuded, have been... I actually don't even know if... Kenny might still be the AAA champion I because I don't know if they've run anything at all, and definitely Kenny can't go down there for it, so... Just um, like yeah. Box is still the U.S. champion? Right, <laughs> yeah. Has he defended it once in a year? Mm, Tokyo, he did a Tokyo Dome against Archer. That was the last okay. time. He probably okay. did. Um, they actually set up a tournament, and Kenta is the number one contender for that um, okay. title. I, but that might be a Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, um, yeah, tri- uh, Kenny won that the AAA um, title from uh, Ray. Creamy. Okay. So there, there are some, and I, I watched that match in like a couple of those matches. Um, the, 
it's really good. You got to go out of your way to find the AAA stuff, but it's okay. really Oh yeah, that does sound it's really. Um, I liked there was a a video that they posted online of like because you know um, Penta and Ray are in like a faction with Kingston and Kingston they're just in the back of a semi truck. That's and, my best friend. That's yeah. my best friend. Once I beat Moxley and I get the title, I'm gonna get to defend it against my best friend. But uh, yeah, he was I like he you know he was it was good. It, they made a story out of it. They're like you know he was like you know Phoenix, you were amazing out there. You got the better hand, but now you're hurt. And it's just what it is. Penta's going to take your place. Like it's not, and he says it's not about winning battles. It's about winning the war. And uh, it was just like, he really exudes a leader so well. Uh, I love Eddie Kingston. I love their faction. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, he's oh, great yeah. on commentary too. I love, I just love listening to him talk. Uh huh. Mm. Me too. Me too. He seems very genuine and fucking scary, which is just yeah. Yeah. chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, Page, Hangman Adam Page defeated Boom Boom but Boom Boom Colt Cabana uh, to, and that that was the Eliminator tournament match matchups of this week. Um, so uh, let's 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 do this. It's gonna be Hangman Kenny. It's gonna come down to Hangman Kenny. Yeah, I feel like that uh, makes all the sense. You don't think it's gonna be Penta and, and Wardlow? I mean, Pen, Pen, Penta and Hangman would be sick, also, but. Yeah, I think, I mean, this is a good way to, like, get that feud, like, out of the way. Um, but mm-hmm. it would also be cool if they did save it. And it would be a cool upset if either, so was it, what, Wardlow versus Hangman? Is that the next one? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then that's it. Hangman, if Hangman loses to Wardlow, he's he's. All right. Yeah, it's he's he's dead. he's dead in his tracks. Yeah, um, it, yeah. I think Penta beating Kenny would be the only upset, possibly, but I I can't imagine that happening. So, yeah, same. Because the finals at at uh, full gear. gear, um, which that would be a great match. I would love Hangman upsetting. I would love if they Kenny? pulled the trigger on Hangman now. They might. Yeah. Um, no, Kenny, I, I think no, that, they're not going to right now. Yeah. yeah. I think that what it would be sick just because it'd be cool to see what they do. I think the story that they're probably going to tell, or I maybe hopefully going to tell, is Kenny goes super heel to beat Hangman. Okay. Which will turn Hangman 100% face, even though he already kind of is, you know? Smart, smart. Um, yeah. He loses, then Kenny beats Mox, and we finally get the rematch from that, you know, the fucked up. Death match that the two okay. of them had. Oh let's, yeah. Um, let's and, talk of, okay, go ahead. And Keep then going. eventually down the road, Hangman is the one that has to crawl in like claw his way up and beats Kenny for the title. That's better. Well, let's talk it. about what I hate about this tournament. Y'all. There's no way Kingston is beating Moxley. And I Yeah, yeah. I AEW is the worst offender that. of this. Like yeah. because like It'd be cool if they did do an upset and we saw Kingston hold the title for a little bit and Kenny beat him, but there's no story there. There's no story between Kenny and Kingston. There's story between Kenny and Moxley. It's a bummer because Kingston, I mean, if he loses, he's fine. He's got his cool faction. He talks good. He talks good. It's just... It's going to be super interesting because it's going to be an I quit match, but I completely understand what you're like. And I agree with you hundred percent. It's the AEW does this so much where they book things like, why do you title constantly? 
to be honest, why are you even having a world title eliminator tournament when you have rankings? You have people who should be next in line because mm-hmm. of your fucking ranking system. And if, you, if you're going to do that, because I love tournaments. I do too. Uh, explain it as, oh, we're using the rankings to decide seeds in the tournament. Do mm-hmm. that. Do yeah. it. Something, but just quit shooting yourself in the fucking foot by yeah. like booking things that we already know aren't going to, like you're saying, like there's no way Kingston's going to mm-hmm. be like, Moxley. We were complaining about, you know, the uh, WWE does around the draft all the time of like having hanging storylines or like lame duck storylines. Mm-hmm. Where that, that they still have to finish by the next pay-per-view. So the pay-per-view after the draft is usually just garbage, just hot trash. Mm-hmm. Um, but like AEW is doing it constantly. Yeah, it, seriously. I and guess we just have to wait till 2020 though. They're, they're only a year <laughs> old. They're babies. I give them a little bit. I honestly loved this show. I thought it was really... Oh, I, I had fun. Wrestling... I, the wrestling on it. No, I, no, I, no. I loved most of this episode a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I, I loved all the wrestling, actually. Oh, but we had the dinner debonair after oh, these matches. Oh, that was matches. next? That was next, dude. That was middle of the show, which, to be honest, I was happy with. Because I thought Fuck! That was a main event real segment. Quick, it would have been Real bad. quick, I really liked that they had all the tournament matches at the same time. Me too. It was just one after the other. I I thought that was really cool. Um, Yeah, it it felt really like um, intentional, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so it starts off with MJF and uh, and Jericho at the table. I'm happy they did this live. To me, that was what saved this whole thing. If it was like a uh, pre-filmed segment, it would have just been, I I think I would have just fast-forwarded through it. But it was live. So they sit down at the table. MJF is being rude to service the service industry which immediately i'm like i can't even with you dude but jericho uh, called him out on it that was tight yeah <laughs> even though Jer- jericho has uh caused covid but yeah it. exactly yeah um Jer- jericho the super spreader <laughs> super yeah. Sp- yeah dude uh <laughs> spreading that yang all over the place <laughs> i know he's such a fucking interesting character um, and probably does more damage than he does good. But yeah, they yes. sit down at the table. MJF orders a steak. Well done. Uh, and then they go and like, well, I'll actually have mine medium well. Oh, I have mine well. I'll have mine medium rare. It's just like, oh my god, pissing contest. Yeah, and it was like, you know, it, it's the kind of humor that both of them do like to engage in. I didn't. I thought it was fine and funny. Yeah. And then we broke into a full-on show tune, song and dance. It was Broadway. It was it was Broadway. It was like it was that that wasn't that's an actual song. My shadow and me is a song from something. I don't know what the fuck oh, it is. Okay. I don't know what it is. I mean, it, they did a rendition of it. They did they weird owled it. They yeah. weird owled that song. They added the name Cody. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, I, I to me, it's just impressive. There, there's genuine choreography that went into it. They were both actually singing. Um, um, the thing about MJF, he was in his college acapella group and did theater. He enjoyed this, which makes me hate it even more. Well, and I mean, here's here's what I liked about it. When something like this happens, you expect it to be fucking dog shit. They executed it very well. Um, Jericho's a bad singer unless he's singing uh, Judas by Fozzie. Of course. And, but he embraced it. Like, one of my favorite things... He held, he held some notes longer than a fucking... I mean, he did a good yeah. job. Somewhere. He yeah. he he technically like he has good breath and can sustain notes and stuff like that because he does it professionally. 
Yeah. He's just, yeah, he is not a Broadway or even yeah. musical theater level singer. <laughs> and one of my favorite things, uh, the podcast Doughboys does this a lot, is when people commit to terrible bits and they commit. That was so, it. Yep. They commit so hard that it like makes it funny. And this was this was funny. It was done very well. Mm-hmm. Um Jericho was having the time of his life. It reminds me of looking at videos of like when Austin's being a goofball or Kurt Angle has a silly hat. Like they're just having they're, fun. Yeah. They're committing mm-hmm. and having fun. And if they do it again, it's bad. This is a one-time thing. It's we should mention too, you know, on this podcast, we are a house we are a house divided. Uh, yeah, we are. I I, I don't disagree. I are big fans. I don't uh, disagree really even with any of the things you guys are saying as far as like it was done extremely well. Like I will give so much credit to like that's hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. Um the more and more I've thought about it, the more it's just this is specifically not for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't and part of it too is like I have I actually just am having a hard time just watching Jericho anymore. Yeah. Um, I the, the fall from grace for him in my just head is rough. Like, oh, yeah. Um, just how much of a shithead he's been in, mm-hmm. so, in certain ways. Because I yes. I want to love Jericho. I'm just like I was over him doing all the catchphrases, just trying to get stuff over shit. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's been kind of a shithead in some ways. And so yeah. like, uh, and. MJF just has rubbed me the wrong way, like, but not in a kayfabe way. In kayfabe, I th- he's doing great. He's doing. He's making me hate him in exactly the ways he should. Um, mm-hmm. There's something just about his commitment to kayfabe, like, which I respect, but also just like I'm not. Yeah, I just don't care about that much. But it's kind of the whole thing you kind of have to care about with him. Mm-hmm. It's so like his bad thing. in the ring. Yeah, yeah. So bad as a wrestler. Which is kind of why I'm like, yeah, do show tunes. Yeah. I mean, I know it doesn't make, for a for a good wrestling uh, TV show, this does not make. Um, um, I mean, as I explained to both of you before we started, literally the thing that causes me the most anxiety imaginable is people sing, like, inappropriately singing in public. Like, um, it just for some reason, I, I think it's it, I, secondhand embarrassment is like a huge anxiety thing for me. Yeah. Um, and I immediately put myself in those shoes and knowing that like, I'm not a like super solid singer and stuff that that seems so embarrassing to me. So like them mm-hmm. singing like this and stuff, um, just very you had a much. Physical, you had a physical reaction to it. Yeah, I had a physical reaction to it that even if any parts of it were funny, I was not going to respond. <laughs> yeah, to so I'm not res- your, I, I, I think that's very valid. So your personal hell would be uh, Clockwork Orange style. I tape you to a chair, tape your eyes open, and make you watch the full series of Glee. That's pretty bad. Yeah, um, and I watched like two seasons of that show. One, a couple, of, like I mean, when I was a bit of a younger boy, never yeah. seen it. It's um, not good. It's it, that's pretty rough. Except like, I think if if I get into it enough, it's not terrible. Like if it's if I'm watching a show, like watching a show or watching a musical or something like that. Like, could I take a swing at what maybe would be your personal hell? Yes, you're on uh, an airplane with. Uh, so you're in the air, stuck, mm-hmm. and you're also on it with maybe thirteen to fourteen 
um, people who are on in some sort of musical production who decide to do a, a video that's going to go viral. And you're stuck on this airplane and and they're doing like a wimba way, a wimba way in the jungle. And then it's just like, but it's like 13 people doing it. It's That's pretty spot on. I think that the only difference is it would be that one song from uh, Rent. The, the 1,200 and 300, 600. Yep, that one. <laughs> The weirdest thing is that I've never seen that, that, that I've never seen that. Uh, but, uh, that song makes me cry, uh, because the office is my personality and oh. the episode <laughs> where Michael Scott leaves, uh, that is very good. That's a good it answer. was, it was so genuine. Mm. Like his reaction. I think about this a lot. Like they didn't tell him they were doing that. And when he starts crying, that's a real cry. I know. That's very good. You love to see a good real cry. Mm. Every but time that song is brought up, I have to say it. I'm sorry. I just imagine being like on a plane, just like reading something, just like looking down and just hearing the that first line from uh-huh. behind me. Yeah. <laughs> 525,000. And then be like, what? You're like, no. What is, what is that? And then hearing the next line from somewhere up in front of me. And, and then people start harmonizing. Oh. And start harmonizing. I would like be like, where's the door? Where's the door of the plane? How do I do that? How do I Brock Lesnar my exit at three hundred thousand or thirty thousand feet? Yeah, I'm gonna Brock Lesnar and Mr. Perfect my way right out this door. <laughs> um, I will say I one hundred percent agree with you. That sounds like madness. Dude, I even I and I do that resonates with me a bit, a bit like my my biggest thing that I hated the most as a fucking child would be like if we were going out you know my parents were taking one of us out like birthday dinner style my mm-hmm. mom was the one like it's his birthday oh, it fuck. is his birthday <laughs> and like it that we're we're singing um Joe, yeah it was crab shack basically. joe's crab shack red, red robin um Yum. yeah for sure chilies they don't do it no, they I don't just, know if they do. They just dude, any Mexican restaurant where they make it vaguely racist. Dude, Texas Roadhouse, dude, they'll Texas fucking. Mexican restaurant. Oh, the country singing happy birthday. Dude, Texas Roadhouse will fucking. Texas, they'll they'll put like Texas they'll tie Seahawks. a they'll they'll tie a balloon around your head and they'll yeah. make you fucking stand up on a chair. They'll tie you to a set of train tracks. They'll beat your fucking ass if you don't do it. If you don't play along on your birthday. Joe's Crab Shack. We went there for my brother's birthday once, and they made him take two to go containers, and like put one between his mouth so it would flap open like a big beak and then he had or the other one in half so he had two like separate halves and he made him flap around the restaurant for his birthday and i was like you don't have to do this we just don't have to tip like right that's a, <laughs> that's that's not that's not a that's not a fun present for you that's for every single other person at this restaurant yeah. who's like thank mm-hmm. god i didn't tell him it's my birthday and my brother yep. is like more socially awkward and shy than i am so. poor boy oh I hate to hear it. you hate to hear that. The dinner debonair was <laughs> fun and fine. It was a one if it's a one off, sure. I do think it's going to end up with MJF getting into uh the inner circle. I think it's going to be if you don't like this, it's probably going to get worse. Um but for yeah. me I'm excited. It's going to be it's going to be semi long-term booking. It's going to be Kevin Jericho like light. It's not going to be as good because it's not Kevin Owens. Yeah. And MJF's going to be putting a little bit too much effort into the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he commits very hard. But after obnoxious. so after that, Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus uh, Kylan King happened, and that 
to me, I've actually thought was a fine match. But the one thing that I remember from that match that I and I like, I really enjoy the Tony Schiavone, Britt Baker rivalry, the feud, the the frenemies that they are. <laughs> but it was super weird where they were talking about Britt Baker's um, antics and. I can't, Excalibur was trying to put it in a way that was like TV friendly. And Tony Schiavone just goes, I mean, let's be honest. She's a domineering bitch. Yeah, that was, I was like, that oh. was old school. Like, stuff. I was like, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. I was like, you, also, have, you have one women's match on this show and you call one of them the B word, dude. I was thinking about this. Do they have mute buttons like at a call center? Like, how do you sit there and talk so much and not cough into the mic? Oh, yeah, they have, they have, co- they have cough mutes. And, like, because sometimes I hear J- Jim Ross mutter something under his breath, and I think he forgets to push the button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. Too. And it, dude, it, it's a, it, keeps you, it keeps you standing on a razor's edge sometimes where you're like, what's this boy going to say? <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, that yeah. was very strange. But Britt Baker won, uh, and, uh, and cool. She was going to. Um, and that was the women's segment. Yeah. After that, we had a fatal four-way tag team match for the number one contenders to, uh, to the, the type, the tag team titles, mm-hmm. which just, it saw the Bucks beat private party, butcher and the blade and, uh, two, two members of the dark Reynolds order. And silver. Yes. Reynolds yeah. and silver. Uh, uh, and one of them mm-hmm. had a rough go. I see this. I missed this. Um, part I missed. I, I can't missed remember if it's Reynolds or Silver, but one of them got knocked out. Fucking goddamn it, dude! And like got dragged over to the corner to get tagged out. Dude, the KO show is only supposed to happen on one fucking program. Yeah, it's only supposed to be on SmackDown. I can't. This is. I. It's just. It happens too much. I'm sorry. It's in the moment. I don't know what I would do if I was the ref to make a call. But at some point, you have to just say, "Hey." This is what we say we do, is we end matches when things aren't going well. You don't even have to end this match because there's four teams. You just you yep. throw out the X, you get medical personnel. Dark so, Order's uh, eliminated uh, from the match. Order, yeah. it's just, it, sorry, it happened. But it's the responsible thing to do. People will think, oh, they did the right thing. Mm-hmm. No one's going to be like, oh, great, that makes the Dark Order look like a bunch of babies. Bunch like of baby boys. Just a wee little baby. Bunch of spooky babies. Bunch of scary baby boys. No, no one's going to do that. They'll be like, oh, I'm glad that they're looking after the health of their fucking performers. But uh, FTR was on commentary. I thought they were actually kind of fun. Uh, and then, yeah, it's going to lead to the Bucks versus FTR at full gear, which I do think is actually going to be a very fucking good pay-per-view. Yeah, it, it's shaping up to be. I hope it is. They're, they're, AEW is, a, is good at putting on pay-per-views usually. It's yeah, going to be one of those like dream match type shows because that's where we're going to get Hangman versus Kenny more than likely. We're going to get the Bucks versus FTR, which is obviously one everybody's want. Kingston versus fucking Moxley. Damn. Um, I think. Uh, Kingston ever a death match, dude? Is this going to get violent? It's going to get violent think, as fuck. It's not It's going to get violent. Yeah, it's not a quit match. So I don't think it'll go to like death match like Kenny and Moxley, but I think it'll be like a hardcore match, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, going to be sure. violent. I mean, it's gonna be effing violent, dude. And this is like, besides Cody, like this is Kingston's like second match in AEW, right? Of note, of yeah, note, I think yeah. he's been in some tag matches, maybe. Yeah, but. maybe. So it'll be fun to watch him brawl. They're both brawlers. Mm-hmm. Um, collars, dude. Twenty inch blades, baby. Um, um, 
it'll be it'll be fun and it just sucks that i know moxley's winning yeah oh and aren't we getting darby and cody darby and cody but it's like i think like there's no time limit I, I'm oh yeah, sorry. because last year they went to a time limit draw. In their- they went to a time limit draw, um, so they get to go at it again. But are, is it going to be? Ri- Fuck! But I don't know. Ricky Starks was also calling out Darby, so maybe they'll. Maybe maybe that's this Wednesday. Who fucking knows? I don't know if they've even announced it. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's going to be a good pay per view. Uh, it's a fucking. It's a. It's a wild ass TV program. Yeah. Do Do you have more? That was that it. Not- that's oh, okay. it. Um, I remember uh, Miro being a dork and Chuck a video of Chuck and Trump being like, hey, what we did was an accident. Yeah. We did not break your video game on purpose. I did like that too. They were like, you need to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't watch last week. So like the video package they showed of Rusev getting mad was so fucking dumb and- because he was really good at it. But the uh-huh. reasoning was so stupid. It's because they broke Kip Sabian's video game machine that they named Alan, I think. Um, yeah, I know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It was so funny, too, because I watched Miro. Uh, his m- m- More recently, he was on that Chris Van Vliet podcast, and I watched it on YouTube. <laughs> He's just talking about how, how much wonder- more wonderful AEW is because they actually follow through on long-term storylines, and they actually have things that make sense, and they actually take the wrestling serious. And I'm like, what show do you think you're on? I mean, to be fair, dynamite. from his perspective of his experience in WWE, AEW still is an improvement. Like, Fuck if that ain't true. Yeah. How much they just drop the ball with him constantly that mm-hmm. anything is an improvement over that. There was actually a really sweet moment on that uh, podcast interview as well, too. The most mad that, that Miro got about his time in WWE was just by how much he wanted uh, them to give Aiden English a shot and how much he thought there was for Aiden English in that storyline. And they just simply did not like him. And so they were not going to push on it, even though they're like, he was like, we're already having a match. Just give him this spot to get him, you know, make him look good. And they just wouldn't do it. And he yeah. got so mad about that. And I was like, fuck yeah, Miro, you seem like a good friend. That's sweet. Um, the be- he's the best man. The best he's man. forgetting that he got to come out in a tank. But he lost that match. But it's still, I know. I Actually, that was a pay-per-view I watched before I watched wrestling. But it was, was so it was, was so tight. Flag, was that the flag match? No, that yeah. was no, that wasn't a flag match. It was just a normal match. Oh, okay. Flag match I, was after Cena came back in 2017. That's right. I watched that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that was the first time I saw Triple H wrestle. Was that WrestleMania 31? Is that what 31? Yeah, versus Sting. Oh wow! I just uh, remember. Re- Triple H looking like the Terminator and thinking it was tight. Oh yeah, he he came out as the Terminator. He wrestled Sting and then NWO and D DX both came out to also interfere in the match. Um, and then Triple H beat Sting in Sting's first WWE match ever. And I only had three of them. Sting, not wild, because when I was a kid, Sting was my favorite wrestler because he loved the Lord. Because okay. of his love for Christ, he was my favorite wrestler. That when I didn't watch wrestling. Good Steve. <laughs> Um. All right, let's talk about Hell in a Cell uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, five matches so far. I know there will be more. I'm sure Oscar Lana, right? Dude, you know uh, they had a match last night. Or, they I did. Yeah. What's crazy about this whole thing is, yes, I actually think this will probably be a fun pay per view. But they, the they don't have. They don't have sh- I don't think they have shit planned. I mean, for Hell in a Cell, they do. But apparently, SmackDown last night was being written up to the minute 
Uh, the only thing they had concrete was Law and Otis. They don't, they don't have a great plan, but there's going to be good, but that's when you end up having pay-per-views that are just fucking fantastic. So we'll All see. Right. We'll There'll be some good matches and probably nothing consequential will really happen. I will, yeah. while we get to the matches, I will give you my, my hope. Um, I hope this show is a brisk two and a half hours. Um, we got Otis versus The Miz, single match for the Money in the Bank uh, contract. Um, give it 15. Give it 15. Uh, I, yeah, Maybe. it probably won't even, though. Yeah, yeah, probably 11 to 12. I mean, that's that's a high estimate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, do you guys yeah. think Miz just just hot takes? You think Miz is going to take that uh, briefcase off? Oh of yeah. Otis? Oh yeah. I'm I I think so too. I do too. I don't um, like it. I don't like it, but I think they're going to do it. I don't like that they put themselves in this position in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But even though apparently Vince is still high on Otis, so we could all be wrong. But yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't see why go into this whole fucking courtroom drama just to have unless he's going to cash in immediately after retaining the fucking briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. What you want? Um, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Give it three minutes. I don't give a shit. Dude, just have it be a fucking guitar shred off, if you ask me. Hell yeah, they have to play Guitar Hero, dude. They have to play the Dragon Force song of Guitar Hero. This is an AEW. That that is one hundred percent an AEW thing. True. Um, Bailey versus Sasha. Um, make this the main event and one hour minimum. Are they going to be in the sec? Yes. They're in yes. the sec. Yeah, like, this has potential to be the sequel to the TakeOver match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine and so. Also, like, I, I really love the story now that they get to tell of, like, this is Sasha's third Hell in a Cell, like, and there's only been three or four women's Hell in a Cells. So. Yeah. Oh, tight. I, she, I just... She, it was I think her she's gonna... and Charlotte in the first one, and then she and uh, Becky last year. That's right. I think she's so, gonna take uh, she's gonna take that belt off Bailey. I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Bailey's I... had it for a long ass time. I think but right Bailey's now is a good time. To... And Bailey's when I think the heel. Of a cell, I think heels are gonna win. I don't know why, but uh, I mean it happens a lot. Um, it does happen. A cool lot. thing now, like ba- it's a good time to take it off Bailey. I think um, she's had it for forever. She is now. Combined reigns wise, the second longest reigning women's champion in WWE history, um, between all of her different uh, title reigns on the main is roster. Is it for Charlotte? No, Charlotte is third or fourth. Um, Charlotte's had it more times, but she doesn't have long reigns usually. Okay. Um, she's had like one really long one, but um, when the Divas title became the women's title. But um, no, okay. it's it's great moolah with ten thousand total. Reigns. Okay. Oh yeah, Bailey one of those passed a thousand. Or is almost at a thousand, I think. Um, okay, but and it's like then, uh, <laughs> the Great Moolah is at like nine thousand, like nine hundred. One of those she's, like unbeatable she's, records. She's the highest of the modern era. She had it for ten years. Ay ay ay! Dear God, um, it is the Great Moolah. She sucks, right? She's, she's fa- yeah, famously she's one sucks. of the most terrible. Okay, she's a okay. pimping like sex Pimpin trafficker. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, just abusive, abusive. Yeah. Uh, Drew versus Randy, Hell in a Cell. Drew. This is going to be three hours long. And it's going to, I hate it. It's going to, it's going to be fine. But it's like, I want this. I want Bailey and Sasha to shine. That's what I want with this pay per view. Um, Same. 
the truth is of the matter though is that if if randy i don't think if, if randy doesn't win it here he's not going to and i think yeah and i think they might pull the trigger if 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 the plan down the road is to have a, a big main event title match feud between randy and edge uh now's the time to switch it which i i hate i think I, i'm also, tired you're tired i'm of tired of drew randy mm-hmm. i'm tired of drew randy i i to me, it it would make sense. Put it on Randy. Put it into a big feud while we're still in the Thunderdome. Um, when we do have people together again, um, give give Drew another run though, because it's just kind of not fair for how I think much he really does bring to that title. It's just not he's not going to be able to live to that full potential during this era. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that the unfortunate side is I think that Randy might take it. That unfortunately does mean that we will get one more Randy Drew match. Oh, fuck, that's true. Huh? Going to Survivor Series. Um, but although Survivor Series, sometimes they do champion versus champion, so we'll see. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Like, Drew, his, I, I, I appreciate the work these two are doing. It just has mm-hmm. gone on too long. Um, I, I'm, I just, I'm excited at the idea of a Randy title run, to be honest. Yeah. Like, if I don't, I can't believe I'm saying that. Right. If, yeah. but like, if not now, right now, if not now, then when? Cause like now is the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't want this match to be too long. Uh, they're, they're both great, but their matches are just boring and a little slogging. They're, they're too similar for how many matches we've gotten in a row, like yeah. size wise and just like style wise, like, and yeah, exactly. They, they've had some good matches, but it's just it's too much. Especially since Randy also before this was in the feud with Edge, and it's yeah. the same story with him and Edge. Yeah, and well, like, yeah, that's a good point because like even putting them in that cage, it's like okay, so they can. It's not going to look any different than their regular matches unless one of them fucking unless they climb to the fucking top, dude. Yeah, and Hell in a Cell, the stipulation is you escape the cell, and then there's normal rules. But no, you can no. You, right. It it it's like one of those it's, things where it's like you're trapped, but then if you get out, you get out. You know. Yeah, they, it's they've messed. They've played with the rules a little bit over the years. Like there was the uh, Kevin and Shane Hell in a Cell where Sammy turned uh-huh. heel, um, where they made a false count anywhere just so that they could get outside of the cage. Oh, yeah. That beautiful, that beautiful like moment, moment, yes. dude. Shane oh. doing the fucking oh. the the don't let me die cross and then fucking yeah. just diving off that. That, cell. that was the first episode title I've, I was proud of that I came up with, which was all Scots go to Kevin. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um. So, okay, but it's no DQ essentially, right? No DQ, and you're supposed to stay inside the. the cage. Okay. Okay, and then it's like pin pin submission is how you win. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like the, the fact that, and it has to be in the ring. Um, okay. But like the cage itself isn't a rule; it's just a container for for the match. Like, okay. there's no real rules about like if you get outside of the cage, oh, you're disqualified. Like, no, it just is. It's just a big red cage. It's yeah. just a, a way to make things look different. Yeah, I hope that there's just no fuckery in any of these matches because we've had like multi multiple years in a row of like weird fuckery with the cage remember brock coming in last year oh yeah this is what i think um i think the next match roman versus jay uso Mm. um i think there's potential i don't think this is gonna happen but i think there's potential of jimmy getting involved and Mm. them somehow beating roman i think if he gets involved it's to screw his brother 
Oh, Zach. I didn't even think about that. You like, you shocked me. That, that, yeah, that, that fucking, that popped me too. I would love that. For him to say, to tell him, no, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we should follow Roman. Like, hey, like, okay. this is our family. Like, God, our family. please give me that. Could that lead to a Jimmy versus Jay? I would love. I, I could see it being like one or two, like two little yeah. quick matches, especially like to get to convince Jay to join. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that, Zach. I want that. I, I if that doesn't happen, then this sucks. <laughs> um, Roman isn't losing the title, like sure not no. for a while. Oh, it is for the title. Okay, definitely for the title. For the title, and there was just a stipulation. Yeah, I still don't even think that the two of Roman them together win. would beat Roman. Like, yeah, because yeah. that's that just shoots Roman in the foot so hard. Like, He's Roman. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, since I'm doing my what I want, I don't want this match to be like crazy long. Um, I want the show to be Bailey versus Sasha. Yeah, I, I know. know. It, but it, I have a feeling that if they stick with these five matches, the Hell in a Cell matches are each going to be forty-five to an hour. They will not be 45 to an hour. They'll be 30 minutes, but... Some, yeah, I bet I bet this pay-per-view will be one. I feel like, unless it's, like, one of those main five now with Money in the Bank, even that was pretty short this last time, they've been they've been hovering around two and a half to three hours a show, which is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Halloween Havoc that we watched the other week. Good God, dude. <laughs> or even, like, two years ago, any WWE pay-per-view. WWE For pay-per-view. all three plus. It's good yeah. God. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm excited, mainly Bailey versus Sasha. I hope they deliver. I hope no one gets hurt. Me too. I mm-hmm. hope it is what I mean, they both wrestle a little differently now, don't they? Than they, they both, did back then. They, Sasha's gotten less like fucking crazy in every match like she used to be. Yeah, um she might turn because, it on for this. Well, because I, every I, time she does a suicide dive, she almost ends her fucking career. Yeah. Well, I think that she name. will Yeah, that's true. Um I think that she'll go to that level for this match. Mm-hmm. But I think working with Bailey, she'll be fine. Like the yeah. two of them are so in, just fucking in sync with each other. They're just like, like we were talking about with like Pentagon and Ray, mm-hmm. like Ray Phoenix, like yeah. there's just a connection there. These two are almost like their siblings and the, their connection in the ring. I do yeah. think both of them are going to turn it up to another level just because mm-hmm. they also know that there's multiple Hell in a Cell matches that are on that night. And I think both of them are just people who want to be the ones that people talk about oh, at yeah. the end of the show. So did I think I, they're going to turn it on. Did you listen to Sasha on the New Day podcast? Ooh, uh-uh. It's a, it's a quick yes. little episode. Yes. It's like, but she literally says, like, I know I'm the greatest. And every single person in this locker room should also say that. Oh, like, yeah. she truly believes that. And I, she's not really wrong, you know? like <laughs> Yeah. Um, she, it holds water. It holds water. Like there are other people you can also say are the greatest, but you can't say that Sasha isn't. Like, yeah, right. It's the level that she's gotten to. These two had one of the best WWE matches of all time already. Yeah, and now they're getting to put it into Hell in a Cell on a main roster pay per view. Yep. Like they're gonna. Like, tr- how long? How much longer? Like, is this like six or seven years later? Ooh, yeah, probably something like that. Like oh. twenty. Take over Brooklyn one. I think that was 2014 or 2015. I think 2015. But maybe even 2016. Who knows? No, it was uh, only 2015. It was... Uh... God, the poster for that was tight. Uh, August 22nd, 2015. Yeah. So, yeah. five years. 
Yeah, so this is going to be really, really good. Um, this is either going to be like amazing or a little bit of a train wreck, and maybe <laughs> yeah. it will be amazing even if it's a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for Roman and Jay too, um, mm-hmm. just because like this yeah. story is so compelling. Right. Like, I am so glad they're finally giving Roman the respect he deserves. Well, WWE always has, but like, it's clicking now. It clicks. Yeah. yeah. He's, he is, he is what I want him to be. There's a lot of good stories on this show. I, I almost, I'm like, it's, it's hell in a cell. It's Halloween season, which is my favorite. Oh yeah. And next it's week, it's going to be a good show. Halloween Havoc for NXT. Oh yeah. Which is going to be so much fun. I'm very excited for that too. Mm. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's not that good. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all pretty good. Pretty good money. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. Didn't ask for any questions, so we don't have any. I'm Glenn Danzig. Wow. Yeah. Jeff or Jerry only. (laughs) Uh, T bar. (laughs) Yeah. T bar. Um, yeah. That's the show. Check us out on the internet. Um, I got shirts to get rid of. Hit me up if you want to come to shirt. Yeah, uh, if you want links to all the things, all our plugs and stuff, just go to our link tree, which I made. It's just like yeah. linktree.e slash genuine wrestle boys. I'll probably yeah, make a bit leaf before that, but it's a tree. It's a tree of links. Go to bit.ly slash suck your own. You yeah. get a free trial to audible.com. Mm-hmm. You get a free fucking book. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, it's free, really free. It is free when, you're real money. when you're taking money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket. That's free yeah, joy. It is. That's free, free real joy. Estate. Free, free love. For your free fucking joy. heart. So go do that. Yeah. Um, listen to a book. Be and nice to look. each other. Yes. Um, and uh, thank you all for listening. Shout out to all moms named Patricia. Yeah. Mm, yeah, Trips Patricia. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. I'm going to tell my mom about it when I'm done with this. Um, and Russell Boys 316 says, embrace the shits and let it fill your soul with relief. I love it. I love it.